so it turns out that there's going to be an ad before each of my little episodes of Roger and I'm basically shouting in the ad so that's cool and you guys enjoy that each time you're welcome welcome to Roger's episode number three that's actually unnamed I didn't think about that before um I've I've pressed record, so it'll be named something, but it is episode three. Um, so last episode, I reeled off things that I accepted, you know, the whole self-acceptance thing, things that I've accepted about myself, which I've only been doing over the last year sort of thing. But I also made myself maybe come across as an unkept dropkick who can't look after herself. Look, I'm getting better at it. But um, I it made me think about my self-sabotaging thing about myself that I do. Um, I don't know when it started. I know that I still do it now and I, you know, can clearly remember things over the last sort of, you know, 10 years and I'm, you know, sort of self-sabotage. Self-destruction, I've definitely done that but I think this is like a bit more of a self-sabotage thing and um, basically um, it relates to the whole um, not caring for myself um, and well, not looking after myself and it's made me think like why do I do this? Why do I... Um, why do I, you know, why do I self-sabotage myself? And I want to delve for this whole self-therapy thing this um, podcast is all about for me. I want to delve back. I think I need to delve back into my younger years and sort of try and work out why I do this. And um, so, and to try and think about what I was like, my sort of what I remember of my personality traits when I like my sort of first things I remember um of my you know younger years and um what I remember in grade two well this is years later mum telling me this that in grade two which was 1992 um I my teacher Miss Shemansky she said to mum and dad that I am you know Georgie is very she always, she's very caring to her peers. Um, shut the blind. Very caring to her peers and, you know, I'm very, very, like, you know, look after everybody, you know, like I'm sort of like the mum of the, the classroom or whatever. And that was a very nice trait of, of me of, that I had. And so that's probably, apart from being, when I was younger, like seeing video family videos and things, I was, um, you know, very um, happy and fu- um, fun, and um, and liked to laugh and and um, sort of take the piss out of my my brother or whatever it was. Um, and that's just me thinking about a certain um, fairy bread um, video. Anyway, um, so I remember in grade, I've just lost my thought, but in grade five, I remember. There was what what my primary school did was put this class together, 
of two classes actually, two classes together, that, you know, so standard size of children in two classes with a wall that had been brought down for um, a three grade three, four and five class combined, those three grades combined. And that was when I was in grade five. And looking back, um, no, not looking back, but I remember mum saying, you know, years later, like, or somebody saying years later, you know, why put a grade, you know, grade three and grade five, um, or somebody was always that it was a very negative decision to have been made by the school, but why I was, the reason why I was in that, um, the grade three, four, five, in grade five was because I was, there was to do with my personality, like I was a leader and I cared for others and I would help others and so that's why I was in that grade three, four, five. You know, um, somebody, other kids looked up to or something, you know, those sorts of lovely personality traits, go me. And so putting others happy, what I've, um, and then it's all into my um, adult life, it comes down to me wanting other people to be happy and ultimately putting other people's happiness before mine. Um Oh, like I just remember this. Um, I remember, for example, that was still in primary school, so I don't know what grade that was. I think that was more so grade four or something. Um, I was in a, um, you know, a little girls' group, friendship group, and we were good girls. Like we were from good families, and you know, we weren't bullies or anything like that. But each sort of week or each day, the the leader of the the, the group would change. And this particular, um, you know, day of you know, like. Um, at school, I remember um, being with my my girls, and one girl um, at school came up and asked if she could be in our group. And the leader of the group for that day, or whatever, um, said no. And however she said it, I don't know, but she she said no, and then turned around and stormed off. And so the rest of my group followed her, and I just stood there looking at this girl that was in our year and just the devastation in her face of just being rejected from um, wanting to be a part of a friendship group that obviously she thought, wow, they look like they're either happy or they they get, you know, they have fun. They look like they're cool. I don't know what she was thinking, but she wanted to be a part of this group and she and she was rejected. She said no. I mean, you know, my friend said no to her and storms off. And I just I said to her, you can of course you can hang out with me of course she you know probably didn't say of course she can but I said to her um this girl and she's still an absolute she's a legend this she was a legend in grade four whatever it was and she still is now she's she's great this girl but I said yes to her and so then what happened was we've got the leader of the grade four you know my friendship group in grade four yeah I think it was more so grade four than grade six. oh gosh I don't know anyway primary school and you've got the leader of the group for that day or week or lunchtime or whatever and, and who's made that decision, no, that girl can't be in our group. No, we're better than her and, you know, we've stormed off and the rest of the guys, eh, run after them. And then I've stood there and gone, no, if, you know, you can be my friend. So then because I've said you can be my friend, well, then, then everyone's sort of like, oh, well, you know, the rest of my group, the, the they're like, oh, you know. And anyway, she's ended up being a part of our group. And so, yeah, so those little things, and I remember that I actually personally remember that experience. And so I was always, I've always been empathetic and I've always, um, which is an amazing trait, I think, and I do love that about myself. And that's also what makes me a great nurse. I'm a registered nurse and I may not be able to look after myself so much, but I'm very good at looking after other people. And um, 
so anyway, so that so that sort of that sort of trait of mine, um, the earliest sort of personality trait that I remember personally. Um, and even just like minor, as an adult, I remember, I've, I remember even just small situations where I've been feeling, you know, I've had a big week at work and I'm tired. I just really feel like just having my own headspace, being at home, putting music on, doing my own thing. But I've got a girlfriend that lives an hour out of town and she's coming down. She's been, you know, up, at, you know, with a child all, all week and she just wants to get out of the house and come down to the big smoke and hang out. And, um, this is in WA and, um, and I really, I just did not feel like doing this at all. But I knew how much it would mean to her and how much she needed to get out of the house and how much she just wanted to be around other humans because of her current life situation. So I would go and I'd, and I'd have lunch with my friend. So that, that that's not like an awful situation to be in. I'm, it's still a nice situation. But an example of me, you know, putting others first. And, for example, I remember when I lived with my little sister, she had just met this guy she's now engaged to actually. And um, I bought a brand new super dry jacket and my God, like it was just the like oh, ultimate jacket, like winter super dry zip up jacket. And I literally had it like maybe two days and I'd been saving up for this jacket, got it brilliant like couldn't wait to just like chuck her on and um but my sister was going down the east coast to stay with her boyfriend and she really wanted to wear my jacket my jacket and she asked if she borrowed obviously and um I was like oh you know well I know that's going to make Alex oh there's my sister yeah so um Alex really happy so of course you can take my jacket gosh I don't need like I don't need the jacket I've been saving for it and looking forward to it and stoked that I've got it but if if it's going to make Alex happy my word like you take it you you know just little things like that where people's you know it wasn't like I you know well actually it was the shirt off my back really wasn't it but like um yeah so things like that I remember and so I but as my first personality trait growing up but that doesn't give me any answers as to why I haven't looked after or put myself first so yes I like to put the happiness of others first but that doesn't give me any answer or indication as to there's no side effect of that that should make me you know self-sabotage do do you know what I mean yeah you can be a really lovely person doesn't mean you're going to fuck yourself over as a result so I'm just still trying to I'm trying to work that out um I you know like I'm I'm sort of you know not I'm, you know, no psychiatrist, but I, you know, that I'm thinking, okay, well, do have has there been, um, you know, PTSD? Have I got, you know, something happened growing up where I've um, been told I'm I don't deserve to um, look after myself, or I don't deserve to be um, healthy, I don't deserve to, um, yeah. So, but. No, I, I don't think anything bad has really happened in my life. Um, certainly not in in the family. You know, there's been nothing um with friends or with my family that, you know, it's not like dad was a bully when I was growing up and he used to say this to me. Therefore, I've got put you know, and then that's everything has been really lovely. Um, but like there was there was a boyfriend in grade. So I'm just, kind of trying, I'm just trying to think of bad, like sort of bad things that have happened that maybe um, that's why, uh, you know, I'm behaving, uh, you know, b- behave the way I have. Um, you know, there's, 
there was a um, a boy I went out with. Actually, no, I can't be fuck talking about him to be honest. I'll talk more about my self sabotage. Actually, won't talk. I'll just talk about why what the examples are of of me and my and my self sabotage. But like simple things like, okay, so I here I am just sitting in my house and I want to start. I just want to go for some walks because I want to do get fit or just like at least just you know have some exercise. As she just has to have a sip of her beer. Hold on. But for some reason, for me, there's there's these things that only I can control, I can do, and achieve. no one else can do this for me. You know, going for, starting going for walks for exercise. It's only things like this, like that I can do for myself. You know, but for some reason, okay, I got this great idea. I want to go for oh, I can't. Like I stop myself from doing something that I know is going to make myself feel better about myself and improve my health. Oh. Nah, can't can't do it. It's like, you know, oh, it, it, you know, well, it's not like I I don't have legs. It's not like I need to like, oh, hey, bro, when you finish with your legs, can can I just bro them? Because I'm just, I'm just gonna try and do this fitness thing, and I just need some legs. You know, it's not like I need to start saving to buy a pair of legs to go walking. It, I I got them, but I still, you know, this wall comes up or this line is in front of me on the ground and I like I just quite can't like get over it like you know move move over that line to go and achieve that walk that I know is going to make me feel better I don't know what it is I don't know why I do it like another one is um so before I go to bed I want to just pick up you know like the stuff that's on the ground like maybe my um clothes from earlier on and just like pack some stuff away put some stuff away, like whether it's after dinner or something, and just like tidy up the house because I know that clear space is a clear mind. Um, my mate Jess told me that years ago and she's so right. And I tell that to other people, but can I do it myself? Not at all. Um, it's like, um, you know, how simple is that? So, George, just pick up a couple of bits of, you know, pick up the jumper and the shoes and your jacket and just pop them in your wardrobe, mate, and also just even just like chuck the stuff in the sink that you've got there and, um, you know, take, oh, I don't know, like there's so, there's such easy things, but for some reason it is like, um, you know, just, just before I go to bed, someone just like appears out of nowhere and like blindfolds me, handcuffs me and like picks me up, chucks me into my bed, which is in a cage, a locked up caged. And then that I, and I won't be released until the morning. Like I can't, you know, like it's not like that's happened because that's bullshit. But why, why can't I do? Like I know, I know that putting those things away, and I know that tidying up the kitchen is going to make me feel better in the morning. So I'm going to wake up to that nice, clear space, clear mind feel. But I can't do it. I won't do it. Why? I don't know why I do it. Um, and that's the same self sabotage thing as like I'm going to start going for walks. How fucking easy is it? Go for a walk, mate. But not oh something just like something just yeah because I'm so busy like no I'm not like there's so many hours in a day so many minutes in a day like the, the walk can just go for twenty minutes you know like they say on TV when you use twenty minutes a day but like but what oh, you know there's no making time there's no there's just this thing that I do that's like a big brick wall in front of me or whatever or like I said you know someone out of nowhere comes and just blindfolds me you know handcuffs me and chucks me into my bed because you know like 
like something is stopping me from doing it. I just don't, I don't understand. And I, it's, it's not from being um, so kind to other people that all my kindness and love and stuff has gone to all the people that I wanted to give it to and I've got none for myself. Like that's stupid. I know it's not that. So I just, I, I'm not sure what it was and we need to, we as a collective need to figure it out. Um, but it's, it's also this, like I've got this other thing that I do with my brain um, that I, like I'm not good with routine or sticking you know, routine, discipline. I've got a twin brother I've mentioned before and it's like we shared a womb, well, we did, and then in this, in the womb, he got all the discipline, motivation, um, self-respect, self-accept, you know, all this stuff, the good skin, the tan, um, the good eyesight, um, twin twin vision, you know, and and um, I got just the, the what was left over kind of thing. No, I'm kidding, Mum, um, like a legend, but... You know, like why didn't I like I literally like why otherwise why why has this happened? I don't know. Um, I so yeah, I just don't know. Like what I just have not had those things. I can get I can get motivated for things. I get motivated. Work is my thing. Like, I can get motivated for work or, but otherwise, um, oh, like, I say you can say I'm motivated, but discipline. Disciplined is probably my thing that I lack, and I just. Why don't I? Well, because discipline means is a positive thing that you do for yourself because it is, well, showing discipline is very, it's, it's a positive thing, isn't it? You know, I mean, your, your, your strength, I think, and um, self-reflection because you know, you know, well, if you do this, then this happens. That's maybe a negative effect. So then if you discipline yourself to not do that, then you're going to be a good, you know, you're going to be good, aren't you? Or like, um Another little weird way that my brain works is I will. I remember in WA one time, I when I was off after knee surgery, I decided to just be all about health and fitness. Good morning, George. Well done, mate. And I started drinking um, lemon water every day as one of the many things that I was doing. I actually started doing weights so much that I had to stop because my arms were getting that big. <laughs> Anywho. Um, I was drinking water and lemon every day and I enjoyed that. You know, I thought it was just wonderful. I thought I was really, you know, doing lots of things to my body. And, you know, because it starts, you know, I don't know, it's good. <laughs> Google it. And so I, I was doing it every day and I was obsessed with this routine. I was like, right, this is the time. You're off, off work with your ne- from your knee surgery. Let's just start. Let's try and do a bit of this discipline sort of thing and, and whatever and self-care and then so to say I'd done it for seven days in a row all about this um one of the things I was doing was the lemon water but then I went and stayed the night at my mate Maggie's house one of my best mates and you know had dinner there and stayed there the night and when I came back home I, I stopped well it was like a week later so I only spent one night at my mate Maggie's house and then a week later being back home I was like oh, I was doing that lemon water thing wasn't I, I was like, why did that stop you know like I'd completely forgotten about it it was like out of not out of sight out of mind I don't know if it's creature of habit I'm not sure what if there's even a terminology like sort of thing for it but it's like because I removed myself from that situation which was uh, every morning I wake up and I have um the lemon water and, and it was what I was doing at my home and it was that environment and then being taken out of that environment it was just like boom I don't do that anymore because when I you know even though it was like less than 24 hours that I spent out of my house 
coming back, it wasn't just like a, a re, you know, like a, oh, that's right. And I didn't like walk in the door and go, lemon water, you. It was like I completely forgot about it. Now, why? I just don't know why. And I need to try and work this out. I'm sure I know there's I've got a, a guy definitely a guy a friend and a girlfriend that I know of that also do this self sabotaging thing. Um but I don't know if it goes as in depth as mine. I'm sure I'm, I'm sort of I don't hope for others but I'm hoping that other people do this same sort of thing or, or like wondering, you know, going through the same experience as me that at least, you know, they can be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, and we can work this out together." Anyway, guys, whew. Um, that would be it for today. <laughs> it's the longest one ever, I think. 20 minutes. All right. You've been listening to Raw Jar Episode 3. Catch up.